0: Matthew chapter 11, and we will read verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. The focus here that the Spirit of the Lord wants uh, to wants us to focus and the emphasis with which the spirit of God is emphasizing here tonight is the fact, the fact that the kingdom of God suffers violence. That means the fact that there is a force that comes from hell that tries to intrude, tries to penetrate, tries to invade in a forceful way. The force of darkness never comes in a polite way, never comes in a passive way, but it's very aggressive. We want to repeat at this hour. So, we must understand this tonight, that the force from Satan, the force from hell, is a force that comes non-stop, is a force that looks for ways to see how it can invade. It looks for entry points. It looks for access. I want to say these two words as the Spirit of the Lord is bringing before us this night. It looks for entry points, and it's looking for access. It's looking to see how it can enter in or how they can enter in. And it's also looking to see how it can gain access. These two may sound similar, but it is not. That's the reason why the Spirit of God is bringing before us. It's looking to see where it can go into, how it can go into, which part part, or which spot that it can actually take, use it as its launch pad, or look to see how it can just gain that. Tiny, tiny uh, portion where it can go in and say, "Okay, finally, I got something." We need to understand this: the enemy, the powers of darkness, they come with a force. They constantly come with a force. They don't rest. Know this for sure. Satan doesn't take breaks. He has no break time. He doesn't say, well, I'm going to sleep. No. He goes around constantly looking to see how he can devour people. Who? God's people. He constantly goes around looking to see how he can cause misery. Misery. And problems. Now, God is not going to cause you to sin and say, well, I want you to have a great testimony, so go ahead and sin and I'll use that to build many people's lives. No. What the enemy meant for evil, God can use that for our good when we surrender to God. That's the key. Now, David did a miserable thing. David, when he became the king, he let his... Heart go astray by moving away from the protection that God had for him. And when he did that, when he became cold in his heart, didn't have the love that he once had for God, he began to move further away from God in his heart, entered into Satan's zone. Now he's committed adultery and committed murder. He's done these two things. And you see, look at David. He was under God's wrath. Until God sent the prophet Nathan to David, David didn't even have the awareness of what he did. When the prophet came. The Spirit of God spoke through the prophet to show David what he did and how it affects him and God. God is speaking to our hearts today. The Spirit of God who was upon David who gave him mighty victories All of a sudden, he was no longer there. All of a sudden, he was no longer there. There's this conviction that will come from the Holy Spirit is no longer there. He sinned. He killed. He married. All these things happened. And he is sitting there as a king. For where did God pick David up? And where has the Lord placed him? David completely forgot about it. How can he forget? How can he forget? This this demonic force that will come. And will cause the person to forget what the Lord has done. This hardening of the heart will come. For all of a sudden, even whatever wrong was done, was no longer a grief to David. So when David was walking right with God, his vision was sharp, his mind was clear, and he never wanted to offend God. And even... The worst enemy that was in front of him, which was Saul. David did not kill him. God took care of him. God killed him. But David did not kill him. David was someone who was after God's heart. He was a man after God's heart. But how did David become like this? He became complacent. He became content. He became lukewarm. How did he become lukewarm? Because now, all what God said came to pass. Now I have everything. It's a very dangerous place to be if we don't have everything, not only from Jesus, but have Jesus with everything. That he is there. He is the primary focus. Somewhere, David became complacent and be- began to become casual to the things of God. May God help every single one here never to fall into that trap of the enemy. Satan was looking for a tiny loophole. And he found one in David because David was not careful. He did not guard his heart with all diligence. It's not just, oh, only The time he saw Bathsheba, he left his guard down. No, no. He let his guard down. No, no. There was a decline that happened. That's what caused him not only to stay behind. Someone who ran before Goliath as a teenager. And now he is sitting at home because he has an army. He has people. But his guard was not with him at home. The zeal that he had to fight for his country was no longer there. Let them do it. Why should I do it? Why should I do it when I have others who can do it? God is speaking to hearts today. Be zealous for God. Have the true desire for God and his kingdom. When There's a war that is going on. A war between heaven and hell that is going on. When the people of God are fighting all over the world, fighting for what? What are they fighting for? They're fighting so the enemy may not evade their land. They're fighting because their own should not be taken as captives. They're fighting because they want to possess what the enemy has. Very important for us to know and take note. God is speaking to hearts today. When the enemy is coming with a full force and he wants to take your land, if you don't put up a fight and if you don't shut him down, then he will permanently shut you down. God is speaking to our hearts today. You look at David. David stayed home because he didn't have the zeal don't be like him don't say well let others do the job of evangelism and let others do that meanwhile i'll just stay home and i'll pray how's that i'll stay home while they are fighting i'll pray while they fight well if you can fight You should go there. If you don't go and your people are going, then there's a big chance of you getting yourself into trouble. God's work must be done in God's way. They all went to fight. Uriah went to fight. He said, I cannot go. To my house. There you see a man of integrity. He's saying, I cannot do these things when God's army has to win. I cannot do these things. I cannot think about myself. What's happening with David? David, what happened to your passion? David, what happened to your passion? What happened? Now you're saying that I'll stay home and I'll send my blessings with you. You go and you fight. What happened? David fell into sin. Why? Not because it was okay for him to stay home, but you know he shouldn't have gone that direction. And again, the scripture we hear over and over again. Your strength is really small if you faint in the day of adversity. If you're a righteous person, then just as you said before, David, you hate everything that God abhors. You won't go that's right. But David not only lost his zeal, David lost his holiness. It was gone, just like Samson. Before his two eyes were plucked out by the enemy, his inner vision, inner eyes were gone. The enemy took that out long before that. Outward manifestation of the the plucking of the eyes by the enemies of Samson is a reflection of the enemy plucking his spiritual eyes out. That's what happened to David. Before David can commit adultery, he lost his passion for God. He lost his holiness on the inside. And what was gone on the inside manifested on the outside. God is speaking to today. When the rest of the people of God. They go to fight with the enemy. With the prince of darkness. With the demonic spirits. You cannot say. Well I'll just pray for all of them. When God's people go to serve God. And to call people. To come so that they can hear. Don't say I'll just pray. One thing that the Lord is telling you is. Know your field. Know your area. Know the portion that God has given to you and be diligent with it. If the Spirit of the Lord is calling you for something, don't stay home and don't say, well, I don't have to do this. I don't think God is calling me. God is calling all of them. I don't think he's calling me. Be like Uriah the Hittite, who had more integrity than David, who lost what he had. And you lose what you have and you go into a state of delusion. You won't even know what you had and you won't even know what you lost. God is speaking to a hearts today. David was content. Even after he sinned, he was content. He said, I'm fine. I'm fine. And look what. There's this baby that is coming too. And God has given this child and it's all fine. Everything is fine. God didn't strike me down when I did this. God didn't strike me down when I did that. And, and so, I'm okay. That's all of this. I'm okay. Never deceive yourself. What is not okay today before God will not be okay tomorrow. If you have a conviction and you are standing for that conviction... Don't compromise in that area later. God is speaking to her today. David lost his zeal for God. That's why he stayed home. The holiness from within was gone inside David. And that's why he committed sin. It's not that, oh, he sinned after he saw the woman. No. No. He saw the woman because his heart was already in the wrong direction. He went ahead and he sinned because he already committed sin in his heart. God is speaking to the hearts. That's why Jesus Christ took that further and explained it. He said, if you look at another person, whether a man or a woman, it goes for both ways. Understand. And the person is not your spouse. And your intentions are evil. You're trying to rob that which is not yours. God says, you've already done it. Be careful. David had already committed in his heart. And what he committed in his heart, he did it. acted it out physically. And then he was fine with it. Because the conscience inside was dead. Very important to not kill your conscience. When the conscience is dead, whatever you did wrong won't even appear wrong anymore. In the sense that, hmm, I'm just looking to see how I can escape this. And when you think that you escaped, you feel like you're smart. Well, I escaped this and look what I did. But as the Bible says, your sin shall find you out. That's what happened to David. The Spirit of God who saw all of it sent the prophet, prophet Nathan, to David. And now the prophet is speaking and he's saying, you're the person, David, you're the person who took what did not belong to you and you killed the person who had it. You're the person, David. When that voice of the prophet came, with that came the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That which he didn't have on the inside before. Suddenly, something happened instead of him. Now he knows. I have sinned greatly. I have sinned greatly. And the thorough repentance, thorough repentance brought him back to God Almighty. God is speaking to our hearts today. No matter what you do, where you go. Know that the kingdom of darkness is against you. It'll come in a violent way to see how he can, or Satan can, snuff out your light. How he can pull you down. But God says, Oh, I'm with you always, even at the the ends of the world. End of the world. I'm with you. I'm with you. We don't have to be afraid of the enemy. At the same time, we need to know our enemy so that we can receive the strength from God and do what we should be doing. God is speaking to our hearts and is our... The kingdom of God from John's day until now suffers violence coming with a great force God says the, vi- the violent they take it by force whatever the enemy tries to do to bring God's people down to quench the, the work of God the fire that God has put inside the people of God those who are diligent those who are faithful to God those who say, Lord, I won't become complacent, but I will follow you wherever you go. Those are the ones God will be able to use. The harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. We ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers, but at the same time, we have to make sure that we're among the laborers. And as we Are faithful to God and what God is revealed to us, then God will add more to his people. Don't let anyone distract you or discourage you from the discipline you need to have, the determination you need to have in order to see God Come through in a mighty way. From the time when John the Baptist was sent, from that time till now, the Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence. But God says the one who is stronger than the strong man, he can Overpower the strong man and he can inherit that which God has for him. So as we meditate upon these scriptures today, may God help you to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking at this hour and say, Lord, I want to be faithful to you. I want to be like Uriah. I don't want to be like David. When he sinned. I don't want to become cold in my heart. I don't want to become blind. I don't want to become short-sighted. I don't want to become a source of grief to you. But I want to become a source of joy to your Father. And tell the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Examine yourself in the presence of God. And see what great things God will do for you. See what great things God will do for you. The kingdom of God suffers violence. For the violent, you take it by force. matter how powerful the kingdom of darkness may appear. God's power is stronger than the powers of darkness. God will give each one of you mighty victory when you hold on to the word that God has given. When you become diligent in pursuing Jesus Christ. And when you don't look at your external circumstances, God will cause you to become a blessing to many people. That the loyalty to God one must have should be a standard that God loves. And as you Look to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be like Uriah, the Hittite. He was a Hittite. But the loyalty he had, I want to have Jesus. And while you seek the Lord on that, God will show you many more things. God will show you many more things that only God can reveal to those who diligently seek him. So as we close our eyes and look to the Lord on this night and tell the Lord, Lord, your word says the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violence take it by force. Help me to be such a person who will take the kingdom of darkness by force. Lord, I want to be the force that can never be say, quenched or dismantled. Lord, I want to accomplish mighty things for you. And I give myself over to you. Should be a prayer. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord this hour. If you of you can lift your voices and pray. Just few minutes each.